The Optical Foundry Podcast. Okay, well, hello, OG Eyewear. The year is almost up, and it was definitely one for the books. So here to help us kind of look back and recap and then get excited for 2024 is our Optical Foundry CEO, Rob Rich. Thanks for coming, Rob. Sure. Glad to be here. So first things first, if you had to sum up 2023 at OG Eyewear in three words, what would your three words be? Yeah, that's that's a tough one because there's so much that's been in play. But I guess if I had to pick three words, it would be many moving parts. <laughs> that's a good one. <laughs> So I know, you know, as you said, there's been a lot happening for you this year and for us here at OG Eyewear. Uh, but one of the biggest triumphs, I would say, is the new virtual try-on app that we released over the summer. And so I'd love to hear from you about what it's been like getting that off the ground and seeing it all come together after so long. Well, you know, it has really been a culmination of what's uh, a lot of work. Um, this this effort to our virtual try-on really started in uh, 2019, right at the onset of the pandemic. And it was trying to pivot and to try and create something that would help us do sort of remote selling and give the reps as well as customers the opportunity to to try on the most realistic virtual try-on that's out there. Having seen what's out there, we recognized that we had nothing really that stood out as being a great uh, product for that for that use. So we we really started researching and ended up, you know, with with having this mobile app being the end game. We had to really do some work to get out there, and you know, really, it's it's the best out there is being in twofold uh, definitions. It was. Uh, Previous versions out there, uh, which I won't even bother going down the list of some of the people that I think are, you know, substitutable because I don't think they're fully substitutable. But they've put they've they've given the uh, the idea of virtual try on a, a little bit of a bad rap because they really are kind of toys versus tools. And our goal is to create a real working usable tool. And when I say they're toys, it's it's sort of almost like they're Snapchat sort of you know those. <laughs> What, what do you call them? filters that people try on because they're yeah. generally speaking they're they're two-dimensional uh objects that are being forced in the three-dimensional space and there is some other technology out there where they take multiple pictures and knit 3d together but it isn't really full 3d where we what we did is we actually built our glasses in virtual try on our built three-dimensional objects built in three-dimensional space so we have i think just outperforms everybody and we made that investment and now we have a process and a product that really give us the ultimate goal which is a tool to be used and now it's a matter of how we are going to communicate that effectively to get people to really give it a look and shake off this toy versus tool aspect that's really taken over the market when it comes to virtual tryout. Yeah, I know. And it seems like from what I've gotten to hear that the the accounts and the reps are really noticing that difference in quality and, and how useful it really is, our our app. So that's 
exciting to see the response start to roll in as people really give it a try. So what were some of the other highlights for us this year, do you think? Um, I would say that, you know, just getting the, uh, the trade shows, we generated a, a lot of buzz, more than we had in previous years. We're getting a lot more notice. We're, you know, we're just... The, the thing that we're overcoming is just getting people's attention. We've lost, you know, the, the collection from the last three years is literally a hundred percent new. You know, it's, yeah. it's really got David's, you know, David's overall uh, creative control over it now. And it's really got a, a honed, and, and it's not just that collection. It's really all the collections. You know, and there's a, there's a, a, a definite division in what each collection is what it's trying to say, its language, it's speaking, its look, its feel, and its overall, uh, the overall package. And so now, you know, we're going from what was a big pot of homogenous soup of names to clear defined positioning from a marketing perspective, from a look and feel perspective by product line. And it's just getting people's attention and what is an incredibly noisy environment you know it's we Mm -hmm. just need that moment so you know the trade shows have given us that opportunity and i think our commitment to our our rep force um you know having dedicated reps being the the proliferation of, of of our strategy so that they can really get that moment in time and focus on our products um you know that to me is a highlight knowing that we're committed to our reps, our reps are committed are more committed to us and being able to demonstrate that overall general loyalty and commitment to the, to the independent market, which is where we want to dominate and play. Absolutely. Yeah. And that leads, I think kind of right into what I was going to ask you next, which is as we look at 2024, you know, what do you see as our biggest and most exciting opportunities, but also challenges that we're going to have to, you know, face and jump over next year and kind of alluded to that a little bit already. I guess, uh, our challenge is really communicating, you know, the changes that have made over the last four months. So they really, to be able to get that time and, and, and to get that focus from an account to actually really look at what we've accomplished with a fresh eye. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that is, a, that is, uh, I think that is really our true challenge because when new accounts look at what we have to offer, the overall package, a small company providing all the things that we provide at the quality and the level we provide it, they are generally taken with us. Mm-hmm. It's overcoming previous misconceptions or, or previous experiences with um, poorly executed plans from years ago, that mm. is our, is our biggest challenge. Yeah. I think it seems like, you know, this is our 2023 in review, but it also seems like this is kind of a culmination of a lot of changes that have happened for OG eyewear and also the optical industry since 2020, because so much, you know, obviously has happened since then. And so I have kind of a twofold question, I guess, next, which is how do you see that the independent optical field has changed in these last few years? And how do you see OG eyewear with this new collection and commitment serving those changing needs, especially with the kind of the pandemic and what's happened? You know, I think there have been um, 
I think their needs haven't necessarily, their actual needs haven't necessarily changed. It's mm-hmm. the recognition that they need to be nimble and change is now happening. Um, you know, I always have felt uh, that, you know, what is that old, that old saying, like a lobster doesn't, or no, it was, gosh, it was, uh, you know, if you're in a, a pot of hot water, you'll be, oh, by the yeah. time you recognize you're going to be cooked, it's already too late. You know, mm-hmm. uh, you know, they raise the temperature one degree at a time and you don't recognize that you're literally being cooked. That's sort of what has happened to the independent opticals when it comes to working with the behemoths out there. They have gotten their tentacles in so deep in so many areas that they didn't realize that these guys were not, they weren't trusted partners. They were literally coming for their business. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's the, they've now, some of them have woken up to the fact that they've been feeding the beast that's actually looking to kill them. Um, right. And so the biggest change in that market is that some people have recognized that they, we have to make, if we're going to survive, we have to contemplate how we're going to change, uh, you know, doing business. So we don't, you know, ultimately walk right off the cliff. Um, mm. You know, you know, OGI where has, as I said, we're a small company, but we have the, you know, we, we give them access to resources that really the bigger companies do. We've got, you know, our, our marketing that can be custom from a single door account. They can gather, you know, they can go to our brand folder and gather these great assets for free, right? And utilize them in their marketing. Uh, you know, we have a- access if necessary to really talk to, our design team to get, you know, a script as to where these things come from, that they can help, you know, promote the brand and why we're selling this brand versus, you know, why they're going to sell an independent brand and how it helps them. The recognition of that is what is the big change for the independent. And, 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 and so that is where we can excel because, you know, we're not, we're not turning the temperature up one degree at a time. We're actually only successful when they sell our frames, right? right? So that is our ultimate goal. So we're creating this portfolio of opportunity for them um, by creating, you know, a dedicated rep force that's there as a consultant, you know, and, and we're, we're preaching be consultative in nature. It's not only about, you know, jamming frames in there. It's let's help these people, you know, uh, make sales. Let's communicate data to them. Okay, look at this frame is sold for you this many times. You really need to have this frame. You know, uh, you know, we have that kind of information. We have the statistical capabilities to provide individualized, you know, sort of reports to the accounts in terms of performance. As I said, we have marketing assets to help them. We have, you know, we run specific contests specifically for them to, you know, to win items that. You know, there's no strings attached. It's part of the play. It's, you know, you, you get it part of the package. And the virtual try-on aspect that we talked about earlier, we give them access to the entire portfolio of products that they can try on their customer. Nobody is giving them that level of, of kind of service that, you know, the, the app that they will have access to, they can literally, they have the frame in one color. They have access to all the colors 
and they mm-hmm. can see that the that the VTO is so realistic that the that you know in that scenario you are going to and it happens all the time in dispensaries. You get a, a customer who says, oh, I like this frame very much. What other colors does it come in? And then they look through a catalog or they look through something. They say, oh, I really like the red one. Can I try the red one? So you as a, a dispenser go, sure, we'll order that in for you, right? You're being accommodating and you spend the shipping cost to have that frame sent in. A customer comes in and says, yeah, I like the original one better. Now you've got the red one that you that you paid to have come in and you paid to the shipping charge. And okay, maybe you don't want the red one. So now you're going to have to ship it back. So you're incurring mm-hmm. these costs. And, um, and that if you get them to try on the one they have and compare it to the VTO of that exact one, and they say, oh, this looks exactly like the one that I'm trying on, and I obviously can feel it, then I can try the red one on virtually and go, oh, okay, I I like this one better, and they get that comfort where you don't incur those shipping charges in and out to get that try-on. So you're saving money. It's a saving uh, cost savings opportunity. And further still, one more of the aspects that we have is our loyalty program, which Mm -hmm. is when you are you know when you are a partner with us and you get to the the icon level even in that scenario where someone orders okay so you're not going to pay you are now not going to pay shipping for that one frame because you're an icon level partner but you will have to pay shipping on the way back that one is not part of the plan but at least we defray some of that cost again by providing an additional service because you're committing to us so that's just part of the overall portfolio. Yeah. No, I think it is really like a one-stop shop we try to offer to our our independent partners. And I think you talked about this a little bit, this committed, really growing sales team that we have has been really amazing to see continue to come together. And with this past year, how do you see our company, you know, growing in this teamwork and supporting each other, motivating each other with our growing team of reps? Well, you know, that's that's been really kind of awesome to to witness and to get behind because we just came off of our national sales meeting and we had an in-person sales meeting and we had training, we had new product, we had an opportunity for everybody to come together and put really, you know, not just necessarily faces to names, but actually press the flesh, shake hands, you know, break bread together and really build up that camaraderie. And, you know, it really was it was great. It, it, I mean, I don't know how to say it any other way. It, you know, it was as close to Kumbaya as I've seen. Uh, and I think that many, it was very genuine on so many levels with so many of their reps, uh, with each other, with the company. You know, unfortunately, the nature of the game is we're always going to have turnover in the rep force for reasons. Some, you know, some were reasons are varied right and there's it just is what it is but i would say that we are certainly built a strong core of of committed you know reps that get it and and want to want to feel part of something that's moving in an extremely positive direction yeah no it seems like the sales meeting was just incredible i uh, I got to see all the pictures from it now one thing that I've heard mentioned about the sales meeting was this concept that came up of chase and I was wondering if you could tell me a little bit yeah. more about that and how and how that's gonna affect and how it affects our work well 
Sure. I mean, I, it's, you know, I, I really kind of, I've had, I guess in my career, which is now much longer than I can actually believe, <laughs> quite frankly, uh, you know, I've, I've had successes and I've had failures, right? I mean, I think mm-hmm. that's what every entrepreneur and every business person will tell you who has gained some moniker of success is that they've had failures along the way. And I try to look back and really kind of understand where the successes occurred and, and what were some of the key factors in, in the success. And, you know, I kind of boiled it down to a handful of, you know, it's really mental positioning on, on certain things. And, and, and the, the word chase is just the acronym for the five sort of things that I've threw out there. And I, and I said that the first one is commitment, uh, you know, commitment to whatever it is you're doing is key. And, you know, you can't, you know, what is it? You can't get half pregnant. You, you, you either are or you aren't. So you're either committed to what you're doing or you're not, whatever that item is. Mm-hmm. I think honesty is incredibly important. So you got H for honesty. I think that, you know, who likes to deal with a dishonest person? you know if you're honest at least you know you may not like somebody or you may not like what they have to say but at least you're honest you know you're getting somebody at face value and then the other thing is is when you're old like me when you're honest you don't have to remember what you say (laughs) because at least if you're asked the same question again you're gonna you know if you're honest you're just gonna answer it again the same way so you don't you know you're you clearly if you don't lie you're good (laughs) so uh, that's honesty is important I said uh, the next letter was A, was for authentic. You know, I don't think uh, that is, I think that's become more of a buzzword lately. But if you, you know, in in today's world, you really need to be yourself, you Mm. know, to be, I think, to attain a level of just personal satisfaction, right? If you are hiding who you are, you have to remember who, who that image that you're trying to put out there. So, you know, I think we need to be our authentic selves and that doesn't matter what, you know, whoever you are, you got to put it out there. Some people are going to like you. Some people are not going to like you, but at least again, it's sort of dovetails off of honesty, but to be your authentic self, um, you've got to, the S is for shared effort. Uh, you know, the, you, you gotta, you got to work together with people. Nobody, you know, life is a partnerships in every aspect of your life, whether it's personal or business, nobody does it alone. No person, man, woman is an Island. You can only succeed if you have good partnerships with people. So that's the shared effort in whatever that is. And then the E I think is the one that probably surprised most people that I think is important is empathy. I think having a real sense of empathy will make, people more successful in so many ways because when you're empathetic genuinely empathetic not again not authentic and not inauthentically but if you're genuinely empathetic it makes you a better listener it makes you assess people's situations and understand and it can give it can give you the opportunity to possibly create or offer you know, general, general, you know, like a real sense of solution to potential problems. Like, you know, in the optical world, the independent opticians, 
empathy, empathy to, toward their current position is extremely important because that single door mom and pop, who is really someone who we're targeting in many ways, very different than the 10 store group that's, you know, got a certain amount of, you know, control of their own destiny and they aren't, mm-hmm. they're more diversified in their, in their opportunities. So understanding the position that that person's in and trying to speak to that genuinely is the, you know, is it will make you just better at what you do. So those are the C-H-A-S-E, Chase. Yeah, there you go. Oh, I love that. I feel like that's very, uh, I've been lucky enough to see that in action with design here, with marketing, with sales. It's very, very OG. <laughs> Well, now, last but not least, very important question. How are you celebrating the new year? Well, actually, I'm very fortunate. My kids have now aged out <laughs> of the house by and large. So, uh, But we're all uh, going to go spend about five or six days in the Bahamas together. <laughs> and we're leaving right after Christmas. And they'll be uh, the older ones will be with us for a few days. And they're actually going to leave on New Year's Eve, <laughs> two of them. Oh. And the other two are going to stay down there for another couple of days with uh, me and their mom. And uh, wow. yeah, it'll be, it'll be great. We're looking forward That's to that. Great and warm. I'm jealous. <laughs> well, <Yeah>. again, <laughs> thank you so much for taking the time. I know it's a busy time of year. Is there any kind of parting words you want to give to our wonderful sales team and, and company team here? Well, listen, we, uh, we had a wonderful little, uh, online cocktail party which many of them made that too last night where we uh i actually made the juicy lucy live on air i don't know if anyone actually saw it because you know you get into a zoom meeting or a teams meeting when there's 20 people on the thing it's like bedlam but uh i did make the juicy lucy and it was delicious with our with our hand selected barrel of juicy lucy bourbon from maker's mark and uh it was it was quite good and uh you know it was uh it was a great time. And one of the things we said is, you know, we, we've got a lot good that's planned for 24 and, you know, we're, we're committed to, uh, to the success of them and ultimately us. And, uh, we're looking forward to a great 24. Yes, definitely looking forward to another great year. Thank you everybody for being awesome and stay stylish. 